Hey, everybody. <laughs> Hello. This is the Smutcast, uh, and we still don't know how to open podcasts. Nope. I am Sasha. I'm Marie. And we are here today to talk about Last Grave on the Right by... I forget her name. Put a pin in that. I'll grab the book. Deandra. Uh, Deandra. Jones. Jones. Deandra Jones. Dorinda. Dorinda. D-A-R-Y-N-D-A. Dorinda Jones. Dorinda Jones. I would edit this out, but I'm really lazy when it comes to editing, so it's probably not going to happen. That just means we're raw. We're real. Mm-hmm. So you read this one more recently than I did because I, I read did. it like last week, the chapters we needed to read, and, and somebody's a freaking slacker. I am. I waited until the last minute and mm. I did all my reading today. So it's fresh. But in honor of uh, the spirit of Halloween and October, yeah. we are drinking pumpkin beers. So I'm pretty excited. Yep. Because when we're recording this, it's actually August, so... So yeah, I mean, like, really this is by weird. Saying, by saying it's a pumpkin beer or any, like any kind of like fall-related fa- yeah. flavor, it's not really that relevant. It could be any time between August through when do they have pumpkin shit through? Probably through December. Yeah, even. I mean, the basic bitches have taken over the world, but I mean, I'm enjoying. It's by Elise- Elysian. Elysian. That's how I would say. I'm it. drinking the great pumpkin. Marie has night owl. Um, but I don't know. I probably talked about this on other podcasts. The best pumpkin beer ever made <laughs> is from New Belgium. It was called Pumpkick. It was amazing. And it breaks my soul <laughs> that they do not make it anymore. So, like, I'm just, you know. Let's, let's start a petition. Let's Change start a petition. Shit. Yeah. I, I really want it back. I mean, this is the other shocker. So, my two favorite seasonal beverages for this time of year uh-huh. new belgian pump kick gone. discontinued gone cranberitas from bud light also they're also gone, gone but huh? they're not they were back what? seasonally for about like two months last year and i didn't i couldn't find them and so my cousin like sent me a picture of her like enjoying a, a beer with my my other cousin and i was like where did you get those cranberries? What is this cranberita? And I'm like interrogating them about cranberitas, and they're like, I don't know. We just picked it up at the store. And I'm like, which store? Yeah, what store? Where? Where? I'm gonna drive like eight hours to LA to pick up a mix pack because I think it was it sold uh, in a mix pack just so I could have a cranberita again. It's like imagining that you would buy the mix pack and just throw everything else away. Yeah, just like smash the bottles when I get into the mm-hmm. parking like, lot. Mm, this no. is not a cranberry burrito crash um but yeah hopefully this year i will successfully find a cran burrito uh so good because you know 2020 has been shitty enough you deserve this i also used to really like the sierra miss cranberry but i think they changed their formula just not the same yeah it's just not the same anyway Enough about fall beverages. Uh, let's look. Let's get into our spooky book. Grab, grab something that puts you in the fall mood. Yeah, or um, you know, I guess you're living in the fall now, so so you should already be in that mer- mood. It. Marie's wearing a spooky monster T-shirt, I am. and I'm wearing rainbow <laughs> you're, you're overalls. Very summery. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, anyway, let's let's get to our casting, casting. couch, our dream casting. Um, so we have Denise, who is. 
what charlie's stepmom so like we find out excuse me um her mom died in birth right and like within a year her dad had remarried I mean, he had two small children at home. I don't fault him. I could have sworn that, like, she was, like, the sister Gemma, who we also cast, Mm -hmm. I guess, unless we cast last time. I don't remember. Yeah. I could, like, so they're actually full sisters, yeah? Yeah, they're full sisters. Okay, but, like, Gemma, for whatever reason, is, like, Denise's favorite. Yeah. So I get into, I guess. From the dad's perspective, I totally get it because it's, like, you know, you have two small girls at home. Right. You're a cop. It's hard being a single parent, uh-huh. I guess. Anyway, um, so the stepmom and Charlie don't really get along. Who are you seeing for Denise? See, it's, I can't really, like, I picture probably, like, a blonde actress in this role for some reason, like, blonde and thin. But I don't know, like, because this author, she doesn't really describe she people doesn't. in depth. So, like, I couldn't really make up my mind as to who I would cast. So, who are you picturing? I'm going quick and easy because, like, her name's Denise. So, I'm just going to pick an actress named Denise. Uh-huh. So, Denise Richards. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You could see that. Or, um, well, in my mind, <laughs> like, she hasn't aged a day mm. the the actress who was like in the the uh, parent trap remake as like uh, the potential step oh yeah her i don't know her name but like i don't know i mean like i think she does comedy really well yeah but, but yeah like that actor you know who i'm talking yeah, about yeah i know though. who you're talking about yeah i could see her mm-hmm. all right then we have the grown-up Gemma, charlie's uh-huh. ha- charlie's full sister not half sister the know-it-all good girl married to a doctor right so like i think well see i keep wanting to go into the plot yeah for some reason but okay so we'll just say like i i know she's blonde she's described as blonde she's kind of like the opposite of charlie so blonde hair blue eyes um who would i pick Ooh, i know who i would pick so again like everything that we cast i'm always like watching something binging something at a time so i always pull cast members from what i'm currently binging i am currently binging doom patrol on hbo max so i'm gonna go with april balby she um so if you've ever seen she was in drop dead diva from the lifetime show she was the best friend in drop dead diva Mm -hmm. and she's in doom patrol as um mrs elastigirl i guess is what she's going to end Hmm. up being called i think if i show you a picture you'll recognize her okay yeah i think i do but yeah i have not been watching doom patrol you're missing Um, out it's great i love it who would i pick maybe i'll just go with that or maybe like january jones oh that would be good she could work Mm mm-hmm because I think, yeah, with, like, Betty Draper, just kind of, like, this, like, very kind of, like, sort of ambitious, kind of cold, yeah. possibly. I don't know. She, she I didn't, that well. I didn't make it through yeah. all of Mad Men. Me I stopped. <laughs> and then I wanted to get back into it, and Mad uh-huh. Men is taken off of Netflix. I mean, I don't think I could handle Typical. getting back into yeah, it. Like, it's a lot. Yeah. It's like, oh, Don is going to be a piece of shit again. Cool. Cool. Didn't see that coming. Anyway, on to the next character we're going to cast who i also i can't i can't nail it down like uh rocket 
um Rocket. is an important an important character he was like so he's dead wait i thought we we're doing mark weir oh shit yeah we are gonna do mark weir sorry well, i guess is, i'm going out of order but mark weir who is a client of like the, the lawyers, lawyers for the dead lawyers uh-huh. and he was accused of murdering his nephew no no, no 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 well he's oh. accused of that but also there was like a dead teen that was found in his backyard which i mean is pretty suspicious yeah, pretty damning <laughs> yeah and, like he had the you know the kid's blood on his shoes yeah and then there was like his crazy neighbor like her witness testimony was pretty uh-huh. much what sealed the deal and he got convicted of like second degree murder but well and then we'll go into some other stuff later about that there's something hinky going yeah. on. yeah so i'm going with uh Ashton Kutcher. Don't know why, <laughs> but you know, she doesn't describe characters, no, so let's give him some work. I could have sworn that she said he had kind of like longish blonde hair and blue eyes, kind of like a professor, oh, so think- sort of beachy look. I'm thinking of Woody Harrelson in The Hunger Games. Oh, no. If we're going beachy... Ooh, Matthew McConaughey, maybe? Yeah, I'd go with some Matthew McConaughey. All, all right, right, all right, all right. We were totally wa- talking about Magic Mike. I think I might have convinced Ben to watch it with me. I'm pretty mm. excited. Fun. He's going to hate it. Oh, the first one is trash. It's, I mean, it's not meant to be good. No, but like <laughs> the second one, like 10 times better than yeah. the first one. The dance numbers are better. The story's better. There's no annoying chick. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to go back and rewatch that one. Yeah, I'm just, this isn't a Magic Mike podcast, but the second one. Watch the second <laughs> one. You don't need to watch the first one. It's all about the second one. Uh-huh. Well, oh, and Joe Maganiello. Yeah. Or however you pronounce his last name. Sorry if I botched that. Manganiello. Manganiello. <laughs> Italian hands. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so now we're back on track. Mm-hmm. Rocket. He was kind of like the, like a dead person. He was sort of like a Wikipedia of dead people. Like Charlie yeah. can go to him and be like, "Hey, has this person died?" And he'll be like, "Oh, I'll look for him." Because he's like, like he a, writes all their names on a wall mm-hmm. in pencil. He's like in a this, ghost too. Yeah, he's a ghost, but he's like inside this abandoned mental mental asylum. That's a, which sounds so incredibly creepy. Uh-huh. But apparently, Rocket is like this kind of like gentle giant kind of pudgy sweet character who's just like because he had these abilities when he was alive or something something to the effect of but he got thrown in this mental asylum Mm -hmm. and they gave him electric shock therapy and it just kind of you know messed him up more so he's a little off but yeah um charlie can go to him again yeah just kind of run names by him and he's like oh yes that person is dead here's their name on this wall Mm mm-hmm and so I am picking for that. He, we know him from Office Space. <laughs> Steven Root. He played Milton in Office Space. Show me. And show he me. voices Bill. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I almost like I would picture someone like a little bigger, a little pudgier, but you know, I will take that. Yeah. Again, I, like, I, I, also, I, got, I got nothing. I love Bill from King of the Hill. So like just yeah. Bill, Bill voice. Uh-huh. Writing on a wall. All right. I think we're ready for some plot. Okay. In case you guys forgot, we are reading chapters five, six, seven, and eight uh-huh. for this week. So starting in chapter five, Charlie gets done doing whatever she was doing in chapter four. I already forgot. She was going to her office. She was right. walking to her office. Oh, we were introduced okay. to other characters. Oh, right. We got introduced to Cuckoo. 
to cook cookie um to cookie i can talk i swear um and okay yeah you're right so she goes to her dad's bar her stepmom Gemma, her dad we're all having a family breakfast together without her so that's cool yeah and so she's like, "Hey, Dad," and he's like, "What the what's wrong with your face? Because you what were beaten up." Yeah. yeah. She's like, "I'll explain later. I got shit to do upstairs." And then we kind of get some background on, you know, like yeah. what you're saying with a deal with her stepmom mm-hmm. and just like her, you know, her sister goes to college and graduates with a degree in psychology. Uh, I forget the terminology for what she graduated with, but it was like, like some kind of summa mag- cum laude. Summa cum, no, it was magna cum laude, and then. But Whichever Charlie, one's better, Charlie did. Char- yeah, summa cum laude. Yeah, whatever. We clearly didn't get that. No, no. Um, Even though people at my graduation, they were just like writing shit on their cards. <laughs> and I think like the guy reading the names, he actually like went ahead and read the shit <laughs> off. Like he even smiled, but he just, he did it. So uh, I could have, yeah. you know, dishonestly. So she... So we get a little backstory about the family mm-hmm. and she heads up to her office. The lawyers, the ghost lawyers are there hanging out and uh, Garrett is there. Right. Like he like snuck in for some reason. Uh-huh. I don't know why, but like, I think he's like hanging around and Elizabeth is there and she's yeah. like, hey, you should, you should tell him how it works. Like tell him what you really are. Yeah. He'll think it's cool. And he does it. I just, I have a problem with Garrett as a character just because, like, I don't, I don't believe in your powers. But well, I'm going to come and harass you about your powers. Right. Like, Either do or do not. Yeah, like, like, figure it out. And so Garrett's in there and he's like, okay, tell me Elizabeth's birthday. And Elizabeth's like, yeah, tell him my birthday. <laughs> But, well, like, because I think Charlie, she said, like, that's, like, either people accept it or they don't. Oh, yeah. Or, like, they kind of believe that she's psychic, which she's not. Uh-huh. So then they, like, Or you they know. think she's crazy. hmm But, like, again, Garrett's had a lot of time to deal with this information. And he's still, like, I don't know, just being a little shit about it. Mm-hmm. He, she, very, very skeptical. She ends up, Elizabeth ends up, like, tricking charlie into saying her birthday and like garrett's yeah. like oh it's like oh that was her birthday you knew although i don't know she's a fucking private investigator and she's investigating murders yeah you she, think she would look up the birth dates of the people right she would know some personal information about the people she's investigating <laughs> yeah that proves nothing garrett um so while they're having this like little powwow with garrett and the other lawyers and stuff um the mysterious shadow figure appears right which i don't know if we mentioned before but the, like it's like this thing that she's kind of been seeing out of the corner of her eye uh-huh. it's just like this blurry person yeah and then he ghost rapes her i don't know yeah, well so okay so it's like at this point everybody's out in the lobby yeah like cookie is there at some point her uncle bob and garrett are like hanging out uh-huh. in this area as well but like she like she sees this shadow figure she's like show me who you are show me yourself yeah and then like you know she almost kind of like lapses into that like sexy dream kind of yes dream state and they start going at it and she's feeling his junk and he's feeling her junk and then she snaps out of it and everyone's just kind of like oh that was weird (laughs) yeah that was really weird (laughs) what the hell cookie had a whole like i'll have what she's having yeah but moment it's ghost rape (laughs) marie 
she doesn't know who he is yeah um and, well but yeah it's like she got some glimpses of him but not yeah. fully i guess so basically after that garrett's like all right i'm out thanks and then uncle bob and then uncle bob's like all right let's talk about this stupid case Mm -hmm. which leads us to chapter six Mm -hmm. um so i think she and uncle bob they're like downstairs in the bar area having food and i now she's getting a monte cristo and now i want one (laughs) um but uncle bob says that there's been another murder and he's not sure if it's connected to the lawyers so he like shows charlie a picture and i think barbara's there and he's like oh i know that guy yeah, one like, of the lawyers recognizes the dude, and he's like, that dude is... Well, he didn't know the name. No. But... It was just somebody that Barber was meeting up with mm-hmm. to get evidence uh, that was going to free one of his clients who was in jail for the murder of the right, teenage that boy. Would be Mark Weir. Mark Weir, um, yeah, who had the the dead teenage boy turn up in his backyard. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think this guy was like, hey, like, I, you know, there's going to be this evidence at this warehouse on Wednesday night. Yeah. That will exonerate your client. But then I think some people saw him. So he, like, this guy, his name is Carlos Rivera. He books it out of there. Um, And then this, coincidentally, this ends up being the night that all the lawyers are killed. And then Carlos is killed in the same manner, like double tap right style professional yeah like somebody wanted to make sure yeah um you but i think rivera he like for sure gave barber the usb drive Mm. so we know charlie is eventually gonna have to get that but like today is wednesday and it's the day that there's supposed to be the thing at the warehouse bum 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 and so, yeah, they talk about, like, funeral arrangements. Elizabeth's like... Mm. Are you going to go to your funeral? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know would if you I'd... Would you go to your own funeral? <sighs> I think I'd be, like, too busy with other ghost stuff. <laughs> I'd rather haunt some people or, like... Yeah. It seems like they can have, like, ghost sex with people or at least the Reyes <laughs> can. So I'd probably well, try that out. Yeah. Give that a spin. Take that one around the block a couple of basically, times. Basically, you would just like pull pull a patrick swayze yeah and, and like I would, a ghost yeah i would people. maybe making a lot of pottery i wouldn't have time <laughs> right <laughs> it's like why are all these bongs in this kiln <laughs> who made these um i don't know why you'd be making bongs but <laughs> ghost bongs uh i need a good like you know for my ashes a little container and bongs make great they're they could be multi-purpose they could uh-huh. be bases you put ashes yeah in they're you great can use them as bongs so uh but i think it, like charlie ends up talking to elizabeth and she's mm-hmm. like hey you know that thing that happened in the in the reception area she's like morning? heck yeah i did <laughs> like can you could you describe what happened like did it look like i was jerking off air or something <laughs> like could you I just didn't know. I like left my body. Could you tell me what happened? She's like, well, see, that's the thing. She didn't know she left her body. Yeah. I think like, well, and everyone was like, I think all the lawyers were like, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> they're all pervs. Yeah. They were all pervs. Just like, like, I it think was they, hot. They saw her leave her body, but like uh, for everyone else, it would have just looked like she was up against the wall with her hands flat against her side. Like and she just, was like, having like a panting. mini stroke or something. Yeah. But, um, like elizabeth describes the guy as like super fine uh-huh. 
but he's in a prison uniform. Bum, bum, bum. And now on to chapter seven. So Charlie decides to go to prison, but not to find her mysterious, mysterious ghost boyfriend, but instead to talk to Mark Weir, who's a client of bar of the three lawyers. And they all think that this is how they got murdered was because of Mark's case, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we meet a couple of people. We meet uh, this Native American gentleman ghost who killed himself in prison. And he right. just hangs out in the prison and stops people from killing themselves. Apparently. And I forget what his name was. Uh, see, I didn't but he was also hot. Uh, yep. Everyone, everyone is, is hot. Is super hot. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Everybody's fine. Um, so she goes to see Mr. Weir mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, okay, tell me about your fucking case. And so what happened was he woke up and there was a dead teenager in his living room, in his backyard. There was somehow like blood on his shoes inside his house. And then there was a crazy lady next door who said she saw the whole thing, basically. Mm-hmm. But apparently it was like a really dark, stormy night. So it and the lady been was anyone. 80 and like yeah, old. She, she allegedly like goes and yells at her son yeah. flowers. So she's not a credible witness. And on top of all this, M- Mr. Weir or Mark had his nephew staying with him named Teddy. Mm-hmm. And Teddy is also missing currently. And it's kind of bullshit because... <laughs> From what it sounds like, Teddy said, okay, I'm going back to live with my mom. And Mark's like, cool, laters, later days. Right. And then the mom doesn't report him missing for like right. two because weeks. Because like, I think it goes into like some details about Teddy's mom. Like she yeah. has some issues. She likes to do the drugs and more, the than, drugs. more than just the pot. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, ha- she has some problems. But yeah, it's weird that like she didn't report him missing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think you just and said it's, it. It's like your kid. Mm-hmm. It's not Mark's responsibility. But to then keep it's tags like it's just. It, I feel like there's definitely something. Yeah, to there's the fact definitely that she a connection. Until he was arrested to be like, yeah. oh, my kid is gone. It's clearly like drug shit going on. Um, and so while she's in prison, Cookie like scans the databases for Reyes, and they find him. And we find, well, like, Reyes is his first name, so his full name is Reyes Farrow. Mm. Um, and, yeah, he's, like, the only guy in the system with that name. Like, it has to be him. And just going by the and picture, like everyone's Liz- just, yeah, like, everybody's sploosh. like, sploosh, that's him. Elizabeth looks, sploosh. So, like, I'm oh, taking this photo him. for later. Yeah, so it's Reyes Farrow. So Teddy goes, okay, cool. This is great. Um... I am going to go check out one of my sources mm-hmm. uh, eventually. Does she go there right now? Yeah. So yeah, like okay, after, yeah. After this, like, so within the same chapter, she, like, breaks into this abandoned asylum, which, like, she has to be careful about because I guess, like, some biker gang kind of took it over. Which seems weird. Like, it didn't seem that crucial <laughs> at the yeah. time. And maybe it will be. Maybe it will be. But the other thing is, okay, so. I don't know a lot of bikers. I don't hang out with bikers. Maybe I should. But I feel like if a biker walked into an insane asylum, an abandoned insane asylum, and on the walls were just thousands of names, yeah. I would just be like, no, nope. no, I'm good. Thank you. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I'm out. Unless it's one of those things where, like, 
to her there's names but to oh, like other people yeah because yeah she mentioned something about like there's graffiti all over the walls but yeah so i mean maybe it's like that yeah um but you know we'll never know <laughs> yep so um, she goes to t- uh to teddy no no, 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 no she no, goes rocket, rocket. She, she talks to rocket and she yeah asks, um she wants to find out if mark's nephew's dead so mm-hmm. the Teddy writes, not Teddy, Rocket writes the names of dead people on the walls, like, as soon as they pass. Mm-hmm. So if you want to like know every someone, single person yeah. who's died, he knows their names. Yeah. And he, he won't reveal any other details, not, like, how when they someone's going to well, die, how yeah. they died, like, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he just can tell you, like, yes, that person is dead. No, that person, it's not their time yet. Yeah. And so she's like, okay, do you know the name Teddy whatever Teddy's last name is. And Rocket's like, mm, he's not on my list. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, what about Reyes Pharaoh? And wasn't he like, oh, he shouldn't exist. Right. Or like, yeah, Teddy like, was he, like, not only is he dead, but yeah. he really, he never should have been born. And he like yeah. has this weird analogy of like, just because Martians come to earth because they want to drink water does it make them human or something yeah. something weird would just make me think of that movie with david bowie the man who fell to earth which is never a weird never and seen it i probably will never watch it again but you know what you get to see a full frontal naked david bowie oh what's he working with there it's pretty good stuff i mean he did get him on and then you also see a full frontal naked rip toward and i'm sorry i know he died no I can't, disrespect I can't. to the dead, but he's not working with a lot. <laughs> I mean, from what I remember, I but- can I can see that. Well, I don't want to see that, <laughs> and I can see that. I could watch I can't the movie myself. Unsee- you could, but it, <laughs> but oh, it was I don't so want weird to. And it was boring and okay. Meh. But moving on, moving on. So clearly, Ray is. I'm gonna go with demon. Yeah, demon something or other. Right, like it was like oh, I want to go to Earth and see what living as a human being is like mm-hmm. um and then after that uh that's about it she I leaves can't. she's like later rocket because rocket kind of like he freaks out he freaks out when she asks yeah. about race or i think it almost seemed like there like he felt like some kind of presence or some kind of energy yeah where he like grabbed onto her arms and she's like it'll be fine rocket would never hurt me but then he yeah. starts digging in and then she's like whoa like this isn't cool so that he's kind of freaked out and he's just yeah like, bye <laughs> so now we're on chapter eight so i guess this is when we find out that teddy's mom didn't uh, yeah. report him missing until two weeks after mark had been arrested so i guess okay maybe maybe if i was a drugged out mom and i was drugged out and i saw that my brother got arrested i would do more drugs and then about the two week mark i'd be like oh wasn't my kid like staying with him <laughs> well and then like i think i forgot to put this in the notes and i can't remember if we learned this in chapter eight or before but um like teddy and uh i think the murdered teen his name was like james james barilla or barilla maybe barilla like the pasta (laughs) um they were both like 15 16 yeah they were the same age so like charlie makes this note of like oh they could have like definitely run in the same circles Mm -hmm. Um, and then maybe there's something to the fact that Teddy's mom was really into drugs. Maybe she got in with some bad people. Maybe she owes people money. Who knows? Yeah. 
Don't do that drugs, might kids. be there might be some connections there. Uh so Charlie is on to the next thing because you know she's a private investigator, multiple leads, so she has to go to the lawyer's office and basically break in because despite having the, the permission <laughs> of the dead people. They don't count. They don't count, unfortunately. And so she has to break into their office. Uh, Garrett shows up and is like, so here's a funny story. <laughs> when you a- access information illegally, you cannot bring this information into court. <laughs> Chain of custody and all that. <laughs> and she's like, I have permission Dead people permission doesn't count unless it's in like a written will. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically what we get out of that, him mm-hmm. showing up there and everything, that the timing, he's essentially babysitting her because her uncle Bob is worried. Uh-huh. Um, and then I think they head on over to the stakeout at the yes. warehouse to see what happens. And I want to say like Charlie kind of realized before they even got there, she's like, no, like if they were aware that you guys knew stuff or like the lawyers knew stuff like they yeah. would have cleaned out everything like yeah it's we're not, not gonna, gonna find there. anything in the warehouse because clearly they knew carlos tipped the lawyers off mm-hmm. because everybody that everybody's he tipped, dead. everyone's <laughs> dead so i don't but then i guess if everybody's dead you would be like well i guess we're half the safe then yeah. done and done but i mean if i guess just to keep things safe yeah like yeah better mm-hmm. like at this point well which makes me wonder how big this goes mm-hmm. or whatever what, yeah. what's the deal and i do appreciate that she needed to dress in all black and be like with grease paint yeah and her uncle bob's just like what are you doing why say hey when you need someone to like scout for a closer look it's gonna be me and you're gonna be glad that i'm wearing this get up because I guess apparently this is probably not her first takeout because Uncle Bob's like, okay, are some of your ghost friends here? And she's like, no. Right, yeah, she makes a point <laughs> yeah. because like she has this dead guy who I think they talk about in the earlier chapters. His name is Angel and he's yeah. kind of like... Her buddy. Her, yeah, and he does recon for her and mm-hmm. stuff. So. so unfortunately, Angel hasn't been seen in like days. Yeah. So she's like, nah, my ghost friends aren't here. I'm going to ska, ska, ska. And Garrett's just just in the corner like, dear God. Uh, (laughs) Like, I just, yeah, I imagine him just being like, this is so stupid. Oh, and she could throw in like some like totally gratuitous like barrel rolls or whatever. (laughs) So anyway, she barrel rolls over to the warehouse and Garrett accompanies her. She walks over. Um, and there's no you can't really like because it's a fucking it's a warehouse so like they don't have like bay windows right. <laughs> so the only way they think they could see in is by climbing a drain pipe and going onto the roof and so garrett pushes her up the drain pipe and charlie climbs up there way harder than she thought it would be yeah yeah which, i'm super out of shape right now yeah so I, same i can appreciate that but also she got beat up as we know from yeah. the several missions <laughs> all the time uh, she's in a lot of pain but yet she mm-hmm. she was the one that volunteered to scurry up the little pole it'll be fun it'll be easy uh-huh. so she scurries up and she finds a skylight and she's like looking down on the people and they're about to leave right and i think she notes it was like uh-huh. oh yeah this is like 
spotless like there's not even a cigarette butt or mm-hmm. a wrapper of anything in sight yeah they clearly scrub this place down yeah and so right as they're leaving of course the skylight breaks right and then she i think her last words are literally oh crap mm-hmm. or something along those lines so she start, she's falling 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 so uh, that's how that ends we don't know what's gonna happen next yeah but I mean, well, Marie, my, Marie doesn't care. You know, well, actually, OK, so I will say th- this, like, it's not nearly smutty enough for my liking. No, it is nowhere near far. smutty enough. But I would say it's gotten enough of like a story mm-hmm. happening and like a mystery where I'm intrigued now. Like, and I'm still not like the biggest fan of the writing, of the style. writing style, I would say, but. I like I want to see where this goes and I do think that you know she's probably mm. gonna live somehow like I don't yeah. know how she's gonna live but I think somehow it's gonna happen Ooh, or maybe she dies but like she can't well, die she can't die. I don't know because yeah if she's like the grim reaper and yeah. helps people cross over what would happen if she died and then she I needs like someone a to new cross one over would be like tapped in yeah kind of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer or yeah something. yeah yeah uh, every generation I mean, I feel like our NPR smutty book list really let us down on it this really one. Did. I mean, it, there better be some filth in the future yeah. chapters. You know what I'm equating it to right now as it stands? Uh, have you ever read any of the Janet Ivanovich books, like one for the money or whatever, nope. two for the show? It was a horrible movie with uh, Catherine Heigl and that one guy. Oh, wait. Was it the one with Gerard Butler? Yes. And Catherine? Okay. Yes. Was he, he was like, um, I don't know, super macho, bro-y. I can't, they were like on a show or something like that. Bail, what, somebody's a bail bondsman or something weird. No, I think she becomes had... a bail bondsman. Was we're that... all bail bondsmen. No, 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 no. There's like a movie with Gerard Butler and Jennifer Aniston where like he's a bounty hunter and he arrests her but i don't know about the katherine heigl one i want to say she's like a tv producer or something so no so what no. for the money is it's a, the stephanie plum series and i get stephanie plum vibes because i've read a couple of them and she works as a recovery agent oh okay well and now i have to make sure gerard butler's shit. in it Ah uh, no gerard butler is not in it Jason O'Mara is, who kind of looks like Gerard Butler, I guess. But anyway, mm. that's the vibe I get from this book. Uh, is just very like a Janet Ivanovich, Stephanie Plum novel. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say rip off because, <laughs> you know, to write a book is a lot of work and mm-hmm. I don't want to like put down her work or anything, but it's very similar. Yeah. <laughs> I like might, it. Might end up being a little predictable. It might be. See, I like this sort of like trash book. Yeah. Like, and in the nicest sense, trash. Like, I don't need to read Dostoevsky like every day. N- nor should you. I would prefer not to read like Crime and Punishment until the end of time or like the classics. Because you know what? There's only so much like illusion and. All metaphor metaphor and, that i can handle in my life yeah and you know and these as you guys are aware these are hard times uh-huh. that i we're just living in so. i just want to eat 
the skittles of books just like yeah. handfuls of delicious plot candy mm-hmm. and that's what what these books are for us and that's what i i like about this book we'll see how how it goes right. any predictions um okay so well like as i said like i do i predict that i think she's gonna live somehow mm-hmm. um maybe she'll hook up with reyes like this might be like all build up and yeah we'll get some smut with that but i also think like something is gonna happen like there's this like weird tension i'm getting between her and garrett like he is probably into her yeah i can see garrett and her like getting in like a close like yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 and then reyes is just like punch ghost punches garrett or something like maybe yeah ghost cock blocks garrett which i think he kind of like did at one yeah. point like i think we didn't touch on that at all but it was like just like a here and gone mm. but like something along those lines so there's also maybe like some male possessiveness jealousy going on and from my point of view what i really hope to see going forward in this is more connection to reyes because like if this is just some dude you met when you were 15 and he for was 10 a, minutes. Yeah, and he was just awful. Awful to you. Why is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, why is so, yeah. this a plot yeah. point? I think you're right. Yeah, and I think there's like something more to him like that. Like there has to be something important about him like for that there to be yeah. that connection. But I still hate the fact that as it stands now, that's the only way and reason she knows Reyes is... Mm-hmm. From one time 15 years ago. Right. When he, yeah. Basically threatened to rape her. Yeah. So I, please, please. Make it more meaningful. Please more that. background on Reyes. Um, that's about it. So next week we are going to read chapter nine until chapter figure it out no (laughs) chapter 21 let's do chapter like let's go get let's get a little little chunk done we'll go to chapter like 17 okay up to chapter 17 and then the next one will be 17 until the end okay that sounds good yeah and we're gonna be working on trying to find some turkey porn for our November book (laughs) (laughs) I was like wait what what the fuck (laughs) we're all pilgrims I yeah, bet there's like pilgrim porn out there, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Mayflower was a boring, scary place. <laughs> or, you know, like they're they're on Pl- they're at Plymouth and it's like, oh, oh Jebediah, do you like how I, I <laughs> churn, churn the butter? butter? Look at this nice freshly baked stuffing. Yeah. You know what else we can stuff? Uh-huh. Oh hello, Native American man. You're so buff and naked <laughs> See, we could write this shit uh-huh. you you have i you have can. written this shit and so yeah maybe and also in the future i hope uh we we continue the karen saga we will continue the karen saga i have plans for her and it's gonna be good <laughs> it's gonna be glorious uh probably at the end of this book we'll do it we'll do a karen chapter yes uh so all right hey marie yeah get the fuck out of my house <laughs> Okay, bye. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Finally, she leaves.